Hello and welcome to episode 52 of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast, where today we'll be going through an actual play of the Shadows of Esther and tabletop role-playing game, especially for their Derg campaign Kickstarter. Hi, my name is Skylar Nickel. I'm the game leader here for our Shadows of Esterin demo. I'm here with Brian, Jamie, and Joe, and they will be taking their first adventure into Esterin. Esterin is a gothic horror with some Call of Cthulhu influences, Ravenloft influences, and it's heavily influenced by Gaelic folklore. A lot of the a lot of the words in it are truly from Gaelic, and it has a lot of that influence with the spiritualism and the druidic sense. So there's kind of this, uh, there's a tension between the natural world and the supernatural. Uh, Esterin is, it's a bleak place. It's a really good setting because each of, there's always a sense of danger, even in a normal day-to-day -day life. So it's a good way to build tension and to have a really great atmosphere. The uh, the system is quite simple. It's a 1d10 based system. The only time that you would ever roll anything besides 1d10 is when you're casting some really, really big spells. And you might be rolling like 2d10, 3d10, 4d10. But those are quite a bit later on. Uh, today, uh, we are... Uh, we have a Magiantist, who is kind of like a scientist. We have a Varigal, who they're kind of like rangers. They, uh, they're couriers and travelers professionally. And we have Mjor, who is an Inoten. So he's, a, he's an initiate in the Druidic arts. We are adventuring. They are crossing borders from their homeland in Dirg to a small town called Garen. Garen is in the, the country of Gwyrdr which is controlled by the church, the faith of the one god. The, uh, there's a lot of internal conflict between the different countries because of their, their belief systems. Rage, Gwyrd, and Talcare all have a core belief that, uh, that guides. Today, we will be in Gwyrd, so we will have the temple influence. But our characters are all from Dare or from Talcare, so they have more of a Druidic influence in their life day to day. Uh, the the system is very modular. Each of the each of the written modules are designed so that you can tailor fit them for your campaign. Do you want more supernatural? Use more supernatural. If you want it to be all rumor based on no real facts, you can do that too. There's many opportunities to introduce additional suspense, gore, supernatural or psychological elements that are the best fit for your group and how you want to play the system, which is what I really love. We're currently running a Kickstarter uh, for Derg, which is the book three. This is the first official campaign book. So book zero, which is available on PDF on drivethroughrpg.com for free, gives you an intro to some of the characters from Dirk as well as the basics of how to play the system. 
And then the actual characters themselves develop further in Derek. So Derek has multiple different... There are, there are adventures that you play together, and there are adventures you actually play one-on-one with the GM. It gives you an opportunity to really dive deeper into your individual character and their motivations, their backstory. It's almost like an opportunity to role-play your character's backstory rather than just write it. It's, it's a very dynamic system, and it's one of the more creative ways I've found to run an adventure. Uh, some of the higher-level uh, pledges, of course, you get any, any or all of the previous books, and yes, plenty of other stretch goals. We've got tons of options, but the this is one of the biggest releases. It's been in the works for over 10 years uh, for Shadows of Esteran. The creative developer, Melian, is uh, obviously a creative genius in my, in my mind, but he, is, he has worked very diligently on getting all of these characters on paper and making them feel so lived in, so real, so natural. And Dirg is our first real experience with more of their lives. Part one. Um, so is cool. this everything? Is this everyone for us today? Yep. Yeah, this is this is okay. all of us. Um, I think I might have a weird name. I think I might come up as like critical or something. Yeah, strange. you are down. Um, that, that is critical. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm Brian. Um, and if everyone else is labelled accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> it's an accurate description, though. Um... I am. I am the critical part of um, the twits. So we're the, the twits, are we? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we should change it to critical and the twits. <laughs> critical twits. It sounds like a. It sounds like one of those like not quite punk, but like gypsy punk bands. <laughs> <laughs> critical and the twits. So. Um, so have we all, have each of you picked your characters that you want to use today and such? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so what are we looking at today? Um, I'm going to play Finn. Okay. Uh, the Magi- Magiantist, is that the correct? Yes. Yeah. The Magiantist. Magiantist, alright. Uh, I've gone for Moore. Moore, he's a great guy. Moore. Okay, cool, Moore. And uh, I went for Ildian. Ildian, yes. Okay. All right. Ildian, uh, admittedly, is kind of like the. Uh, she's kind of the face of Esterin in terms of characters. She even oh, has her own video cool. game. So, that's a. I'd say that's a pretty good setup because you have kind of a little bit of a, a little bit of everything there. For Mjor, uh, Mjor makes a really good tank. Mm-hmm. If you ever guys ever get in a fight, so that's good to know. Cool. And then, obviously, Finn, uh, did you, have you seen Finn's disadvantage with double trauma? Um, I saw that he had double trauma, yes. Yes, so that's something you'll want to watch out for. So Finn's had a really rough back background, yep. and he is especially susceptible to traumatizing events, and so whenever someone would take trauma, he takes twice that much trauma instead. Right. So, go crazy. (laughs) No little why. By by trauma, we're talking. Is it is that just sort of mental trauma, or is that physical hit points and stuff as well? 
you can take uh, you can't. It's it's mental damage, but you can take some damage related to. Holy cow! I just got beat to death. But it is usually from seeing shocking sights, experiencing okay. things beyond the natural. The horror side of things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I'm gonna pull up my handy dandy map. Okay, so here's the Schnazzy map. Ooh. And we are going to be here, just south of the Slope of the Fallen, west of Expiation. And so we will be in the kingdom of Weird. Weird is ruled as controlled by the Church of the One God. It's a it's a religious uh, country, and it's northwest of your homeland in Derg, which is in Calcare. So, it's a it'll be a little bit out of the element for your characters since none of you are uh, religious by any means. But you you all managed uh, to keep a fairly good relationship with the uh, with the clergyman who lives in Deer and his friend uh, asked for help they've been they've been running into a lot of problems with uh, a series of murders that have popped up in a town nearby called Garen Garen's a fairly small town it's I mean not much bigger than your hometown and it's quite uh it's usually a fairly quiet place the uh the prefector at the at the abbey there is a pretty low-key guy and uh he's uh he's been very concerned after a series of about five murders that have all occurred with the same mo uh, after you guys have been successful in helping out your uh, your community with a few major incidents, they figured that you'd be qualified to go and check it out and assist. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. Any so questions we all, before we start? Are we all from Dag? Yes, uh, except for Finn, but Finn has it's moved there a while back. I was going to say, yeah, because he, he he was an orphan from there that then went away and came back. Mm-hmm. What if, yeah. oh. um, are we traveling together? Yes. So the three of you will be traveling together. You're, you were all sent on assignment. Your contact in Gern is Brother Terman. He is the prefector at Gern Chapel. Uh, he's fairly young from what you know. And he's actually fairly new in Cairn, according to uh, according to your friend and dear. Uh, Ryan, what was your character name again? Uh, Ildian. Y L D I A N E. All righty. Do we have any questions before we get started? Uh, I don't think so. Apparently, Brian, you fascinate me uh, as you travelled, and I haven't travelled much. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> I look forward to you role playing that. <laughs> I mean, she does have this beautiful red hair as well. Which might be another reason fascinating to me. Alrighty. 
as you are cresting the uh, through the mountain passes, you finally come across what appears to be the town you're looking for. You notice the the tall spire on the otherwise fairly small church. That's something that was told that you, that you should look out for. It's it's small, but not it's not like a hamlet. It's quite cold. The uh, it's early spring, and so the mists stay quite long in the morning. But it's not uncomfortably cold. You move down into the valley, and you're greeted at once by a certain sense of unease. Things are obviously quite tense in the area. You you see a lot of a lot of people move about quite quickly. Uh, they appear to be in in a hurry to get to or from where they're going and not remain where they are. There's a series of small farms. Uh, it's mostly a farming community. And so you can tell that these people are not used to something this uh, this rocking in their... These, the murders have been a, a big shock to the local community then? Yes. There's yeah. no real precedent for this. Okay. I suppose sort of drawing my my cloak around me and just sort of hurrying on to the uh, to the chapel because this doesn't seem particularly pleasant and might be want to hang around in the open. I don't think. All right. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. If, I mean, if we're if we're traveling together, um, being slightly paranoid, I think glancing around quite frequently and um, following uh, Illidan, Illidane, Illidan, Dean. Ildian. 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 Yeah. Yeah, cool. I'll yeah. get the pronunciation down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, um, I'll be hurrying along uh, after her. Great. And Mjor, I'm guessing you're uh, in soup. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm following Ildian um, closely. Mm. Mjor, you're, you're enormous. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. I, I imagine him to be Hodor, but with words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so Muir is quite large. He has the the colossal advantage. So there's like there's like a big advantage, and then colossal is like on top of that. Oh, cool. He's <laughs> massive. All right, uh, you you enter into the town square. Uh, it's fairly quiet. Most people are either at work in the fields or holed up in their shops. You're able to quite quickly make it over to uh, Chapel Garn, but uh, it is definitely the the center of town. It's you can tell that most things in town are centered around it. It's it's the lifeblood. As you enter the chapel, you hear you have the sight, the slight scent of incense that reaches you. It's quite cool, but comfortably so. Who you could guess is Brother Garman by his clothes, is preparing something behind the altar, and there are a couple of uh, a couple of people here in in the chapel. Brother Garman, I'll uh, call out to him. He looks up quizzically. Uh, Tam Tamman. <laughs> oh yes, uh, who who are you? We've been uh, we've been sent to to give you some assistance. 
about about what? He he his eyes look back and forth between the three of you somewhat uncomfortably, as in who are these new people in town? <laughs> the uh the troubling events that have been plaguing the uh the area. Oh, oh, oh yes, please. Come come this way, come into my office. He he beckons you over and he leads you around to the back end. Uh, the office is fairly small. It's quite tight, especially with Muir, for the three of you. <laughs> he walks around behind his small cluttered desk. You can tell in his eyes that he hasn't been sleeping well. It appears that things have been quite quite stressful for him and probably the rest of the community. They, they, they said you'd come. Uh, what do you know? People have been being killed. Yes. Five, was it? Uh, well, it was five. It's it's now six. It's it's been about one every three days or so for the past two weeks. What is the nature of these murders? Each of them. There hasn't been. Uh, it's all been adults. There hasn't been any children. But it's fairly Small evenly relief. spread between men and women. They, uh, you can you can sense a certain level of discomfort even in describing this. Each of them was carved into like like a block of wood, and then the blood was taken from them. We found most of the bodies. Just dumped on the road. Yeah, their blood was taken. Yes. Are they local to... people? Is there any oh, yes. between them? Uh, I mean, all of them live here. Uh, the blacksmith, and that's been a major problem for the past week. And uh, the town crier's gone. My one of my assistants, uh, a housewife. I've called out for a lot of help, but you're the first to respond. Okay. We will try to are help. They being found, are they being found in the morning? So, killed overnight? Yes, yes. At least... Foul deeds done under the cover yes, of darkness. Aye. It's been... Uh, it's been a very trying couple of weeks. The first one was a shock. It's almost become normal at this point. When you say their blood's taken, are they left with, with none? Or very little. Reduced? Very little. All of them are pale, mostly dry, and it's not it's not as if there's no blood left in them, but most of it's gone. And what about wounds? The the wounds on the bodies are all very intentional. They have similar marks. They're not uh, not as if they were torn or cut. It's as if they were carved into with a sharp knife or maybe a needle. He he rifles through some papers on his desk and pulls up a uh, pulls up a few sheets of paper. I've been taking notes in order to better understand what might be going on. And each of them have these six runes carved into them 
and then these other five are on different are on each of the different bodies we found. Uh, Muir, can you make a demo ten mysteries check? So, I'm voting on against what? Sorry. Uh, demo ten mysteries. Demo ten mysteries. Okay. Yep. So that's uh, roll a two uh, plus eight. So ten. Ten. Yep. So you recognize three of these rooms. They're uh, you don't like. You've had some experience in learning the different odiam and the ancient tongue, and at least three of these symbols stand out to you as being familiar. Uh, one is life, one is water, and one is uh, a version of water that's similar to blood. The other symbols, however, are not familiar to you. Do I recognize any of them? Uh, you can make an erudition roll. Ooh, okay. Uh, D10, isn't it? And I'm just adding my erudition stat, aren't I? Uh, 12 in total. Alright. There is one symbol that uh, Muir is not able to recognize that you've noticed is it's almost a sort of mathematical symbol. Uh, you've seen it in some of your, your Magiant studies. It's an unusual symbol because it's used usually for calculating uh, like an external force to the equation rather than like something that you could measure. It's like a constant, mathematically, that it's something that you have to know beforehand. It's okay, so the equivalent of like x or y or something like that. Then, sort of yeah. Thing. yeah. So okay, it's cool. it's very odd to find in this selection of stuff. Um, Finn, this this seems to mean something about lifeblood. What do you make of it? Yeah, with with each of them displaying similar runes. Would it would indicate that there's definitely some commonality between them, but each one has an individual rune. Perhaps they are trying to complete something and unsure of the final piece. This may be trial and error. Hmm. Why would you do something like this? This is this is horrible and strange. I've asked myself the same question. Runes can provide power. True. Not not quite as effective as uh, magians, but they are uh, they are definitely potent. Uh, there's a there's a hard rap on the door. Brother Terman looks up. Uh, I'm not expecting company. He he kind of sidles past Muir's Hulk and cracks open the door. There, standing in the door, is a man uh, clothed in uh, robes of the temple, but they're black with white trim. The, the temple of one god usually uses white as its main color, and then each color of robes beyond that identifies the different division or uh, the different job of the individual. Um, okay. so this is quite a, quite a big dramatic change, then. Yes. So... Uh, uh, Finn, if you want to use a uh, erudition roll, yes. Or if you have a, uh, yeah, go ahead and make an erudition roll. Okay. 
14. All right. So you know that uh, you're familiar with the different colors of robes of the temple, just mm-hmm. from your studies. This is a shajir. Uh, a shajir is the equivalent of the Inquisition for the Temple right. of the One God. It's a... You would know, even for a member of the Temple, seeing a shajir walking in plain sight is something you should be afraid of. I assume then that they, they have the general um, connotations that we would give to Inquisition. Yeah, not, pretty not much. particularly nice. Maybe a bit extreme. Maybe overzealous, etc. Maybe a okay. tad. Cool. Um, I will. I will uh, take a slight step behind uh, Muir <laughs> <laughs> and um, try not to say anything stupid. Fair enough. Uh, Brother Terman uh, noticeably also takes a step back. Uh, hello. I. I don't. I don't believe. We've met. My name is Yvern Fergor. I've been assigned to this case. Who are these three? Gesturing to the three of you. We are here to help. Yvern looks up at you. Nope. <laughs> um, all right. Brother Terman, they say they're here to help. What are they doing here? Well, I I asked I asked for assistance with the case. Ivern gives Brother Terman a hard stare. I see. I will be I'll be making copies of your notes, and I will go and see about the things that we've discussed. Goodbye for now. Ivern leaves. It appears that he'll be coming back at a later point. Brother Terman looks a tad bit shaken, and he goes and he sits back down. Who is that guy? His name is Yvern Fergor. He's a detective in the church. Oh, oh, uh, okay. One of those. He's he's be best looking on his good side. They. The monastery said that they said that they might send someone. I just didn't realize that it would be a a seizure. I've been I've been told to watch out for them because they're usually armed. Mm. But it's usually worse when they're not. <laughs> Brother Terman leans over. I uh I think that's all I can, all the information I can give you for now. Did you have any questions beyond what you've already asked? Can Finn see a body? Finn can see a body. He can, he might be able to look it over. He's good at stuff like that. Uh, sure. If you're, if you're willing, yes. Uh, all of the bodies are being kept with Arvin. The, the apothecary in town. He's been doing his best to preserve them so that they can be held for the study. Um, he's, he's a good man. He's devout. Uh, you can find his shop. Uh, obviously, it's, it's nearby. It's just off the town square. and 
Uh, it has a nice picture of a bird with uh, a small flask. Very apothecary-esque. Do you know how long people were missing for before they were discovered? Um, most of them didn't have much bloat. So probably within a few hours. Most of them were found early in the morning out on, for most people on the way to the field. They're purely murders. They're not uh, kidnappings. Uh, yes. I mean, no one noted any disappearance beforehand. And I guess our next stop will be to visit Arvin. I concur. All right. Thank you thank, for your thank, time, brother. Thank you. We'll do the do what we can. Brother Terman bids you adieu. You see, uh, a very you see that everyone in the chapel has left, uh, seeing a a black robe come into the chapel was probably quite uh, alarming, and so all of them seemingly departed. the The chapel is dead silent, and all that you can hear as you leave are the echoes of your footsteps. This bodes well. It takes about 10-15 minutes to find uh, Arvin's shop, but it is, it's well kept, uh, the light is on, it's still fairly early, it's about 10 in the morning, but the mists have started to clear. The sun has come out, there's uh, quite a bit of green grass growing along the edges of the, the road. Uh, outside was... his... <coughs> Sorry, did you say it was springtime? Yes, it's early spring. It's pretty much the equivalent of uh, April. Giblan. Does the shop appear to be sort of open for business? Is the door open? Uh... The, the, the door is closed, but that's probably on behalf of the chill. Mm. You can tell that the lights are on inside and you can see Arvin mulling around, taking care of things. And I will, yeah, yeah, approach the door and let ourselves in. All right. Uh, as you open the door, you hear a small chime from a bell above you. Arvin looks up. Oh, good. Customers, how are you doing today? Um, sadly not, sir. We're here on behalf of the church, hoping to see the bodies. Oh, I'm sorry we must meet under such circumstances. Arvin is a... He's younger. He's probably uh, early 30s. Uh, he appears to be a fairly fairly strong man. He, despite his uh, studious attitude, you can tell that he takes care of himself. He appears to be in good health. He has well-trimmed sideburns and... Uh, Kind of not quite brown, but almost brown blonde hair. He's he has quite a bit of wear around his eyes. Obviously, this has been taking a toll on him as much as anyone else. Yes, uh, I'm guessing Brother Terman sent you. He did. Yes, yes. Grand. Well, uh, I guess I'll. 
go get them, did you have a specific one, or did you want to just see all of them? If we could see them all, it would be useful. Uh, for comparison's sake. Alright. Although, I... if you're bringing them one at a time, perhaps the most recent first? Sure, sure. Um... Do you want to come and see it instead of me pulling it out? I'd rather not have them inside my shop, if you don't mind. Uh, then yes, yes, lead on. Right, Are you two joining you. us? I will come with you. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. He, he leads you uh, slowly through the back of his shop. You can see uh, appliances everywhere. He's got things set to boil and reduce and different mixtures of who knows what. He's obviously hard at work all the time ensuring that everyone's well taken care of. The uh, He goes out through a back door into a small back lot and there are two sheds. Uh, he leads you over to the one on the right. Uh, it's locked. He quickly unlocks it and opens the door. Uh, you see inside that there are six body-shaped cloths. He pulls out the closest one to the door and says, you might want to step back. And, step back. <laughs> yep. And he pulls the sheet off. Uh, can I have each of you make a mental resistance roll? Um, no, because I'll die horribly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, D10 plus our mental resistance stat, yeah? Yes. I've just realised I've just completely sold you down the river there, haven't I? I Say all the horrible things to the guys and he's scared. Fine, Brian, I got a 17. Well, oh. um, go, I got 11. <laughs> and well, I uh, rolled a 7 for a 13 in total. Alrighty. So, Finn's been around a little bit. He's spent <laughs> a, a little bit of time. He's seen some, some pretty bad stuff in his life, and this isn't that bad. For the two of you... Ildian's done quite a bit of traveling, but like, even then, her worldly experience is somewhat limited. And Muir's fresh off the farm, so to speak. Muir steps back uh, out the door and vomits. <laughs> <laughs> Each of the two of you take two ter temporary trauma points of damage. Oh, that would have been horrible. That would have been four. <laughs> so where do we note that? So, uh, just make a note somewhere, uh, either with another die or something. Sure. On the character sheet itself, there's like a series of little circles you can cross out, like with the HP. Yep, I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, the health condition stuff, yeah. And once you get to six points of trauma, that's when you start having your latent disorder manifest. Okay. Ah, I see. Okay. So, like, it'll be an influence on your personality before that. But then, eventually, you have stat changes that occur. Mm. Like paranoia for Finn. Once you're at a certain level of paranoia, you can't be sneak attacked. Excellent! Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone's out to get him. Everyone's out to That's get amazing. him. Yep. No. Do we mark mental trauma differently from physical, or do we just... Uh, no, it's, it's just trauma points. Okay, so, there's, cool. so there's health, and then there's trauma. So, excellent. The um, like we've got here the the other oh, sanity stuff. So you've got your mental resistance mm -hmm. seven. 
Um, now, when it says where it says trauma three for Finn, does that mean that's how much he can take before? No, that's how much you currently have. Oh, right. He starts with three. Okay. Oh. So I so start with four. So that puts me up to six. Uh, Ildian starts with four. I don't trauma four. <laughs> on the thing I've got. Insanity. Insanity. Is that Brian? Yeah, sanity. Mental resistance six. Orientation, instinctive, trauma four. Oh yeah, I forgot that you had such a horrible time. So yes, so uh, Ildian has now reached a level of trauma that is uh, greater than or equal to six. This is literally the first time that I've had to pull out the mental resistance book in a uh, <laughs> in a, a demo game. So, for mental resistance uh, and your uh, insanity, there's certain levels according to how bad it is. So, uh, Ildian's uh, latent disorder is elation, which is indicative of her having a... She's obviously kind of a go-getter. When you have elation, you will be willing to take risks because you kind of feel that you're invincible that are very inadvisable. Very so, strange reaction to have. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of putting away all of the things that are, like, putting you down, like, no, no, I can do this. Yeah. Okay. All righty. So, so your current symptoms right now, you'll be in, you have a uh, you have a friendly, uninhibited behavior, excited, talks fast, and displays enthusiasm that seems excessive. <laughs> you are easily annoyed, irritated, or infuriated. Just be this yourself, Brian. I was gonna say this shouldn't be hard for me to roleplay. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> um, we should be we should be good with this. So, like, uh, a level of trauma, especially temporary trauma, that's less than 10, is, you know, normally what could happen on a really bad day. Yeah. But, and so you'd be touchy or, like, whatever. But beyond that, you'll start having significant changes to your character. Okay. Cool. But you can't always get psychological help or use drugs. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. As uh, as Arvin pulls back and reveals reveals the body, uh, you see it is covered in these runes. There's some on the forehead, face, cheeks, down onto the chest and arms. Uh, you see uh, a few of the ones that were pointed out already, as well as. Uh, because there are a few that you don't necessarily recognize, but you could see them on the list. This one is the one that doesn't appear to be have doesn't appear to have an identifying mark. Right. So this this sixth one doesn't have an individual mark. Correct. At least as far as you can tell. Um, I'm gonna just sort of lean in and put my hand on Finn's shoulder and just squeeze it a little bit and say, "We have to find who did this." This, this is this is this is disgusting. Why would someone do something like this? Not sure. They 
seems strange that there's no mark on this one. Um, I'll turn to Arvin and say, uh, have you have you checked the entire body? Well, I, I have given it a, a touch of respect. Um, Brother Terman's been in charge of doing the autopsies, as he is the most trusted person. Uh, we can give it a look-see if you'd like. I've mostly just been trying to keep them, you know, cool and preserved and the best places in my shop, sadly. It, it, it seems strange that this one would be breaking the pattern. That's a fair point. Uh, you can go ahead and make a perception, right? perception roll. Uh, anyone can choose to do that. Ooh, yes. 17. Yeah, I would enthusiastically join in. <laughs> Excited I'm, I'm still looking. trying to avert my eyes at the moment. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I was I was going to ask you to roll the body over or something, but I thought it might be a bit mean. <laughs> You're struggling with this. Can you please pick it up? Um, cool. So yeah. uh, seventeen. Yeah, roll right. ten. Okay. Wow. Instant success on tap. Uh, you parse over the body. You do your best to memorize to remember all the symbols that you went over, and there is not an identifying mark on this body. Is it um is it evident uh what type of body it is? Is it male, female, age, that it's, sort of it's thing? It's definitely male. Right. Uh, it appears to be uh, older, maybe uh, mid late forties. Who is this? His his name is Rowan McGovern. He's uh, he's a farmer. He's I mean, I wouldn't say a nobody, but he doesn't have any particular clout. He's he's one of the townsfolk here. He's a good man, or was. He, the body. Sorry. He, he just fed his sheep and did his best to feed the community, and came in every once in a while for tonics for his for one of his sons and his wife. He sounded like a good man. Everyone here is good. That's why it's been so strange. Maybe you got out the farm just in time, Emil. Has there been anyone new in town recently? Uh, we've had some merchants come through, but as far as I know, none of them have stayed. You can check the tavern. It's mostly been that's 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 the strange thing. We haven't really had any visitors. We don't get that many visitors to begin with. I mean, the three of you are probably half of the new people in town in the past six months. So, is there anything else that's different about this body compared to the others that you've noticed? Um, is the oldest person that was killed? Are the, are the runes in the same place? Those yes. Match? Okay. So there's a pattern to where they are on the bodies as well as just the fact that there's a pattern of people uh, being yeah. killed. Yes. Are they are they the same? Is are the are the individual marks in the same place on each body, or are they in a different place? 
all of the individual, all of the identifying marks. Oh, oh. You know, uh, he quickly he quickly walks in and he looks under a few of them. They're they're all in a different place. Okay. A few. Uh, I'm just gonna sort of start to say something to Finn and then just sort of brush it off and go and do it myself. Um, the the body that we were looking at first of all, I'm gonna sort of open its mouth and just have a look inside. All right, make a perception. And see if there's. Ooh. Yeah. Haha, eight. I rolled a one. Oh, great. It's dark <laughs> in that mouth. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I thought I thought there might be something in there, but, but it, it does smell pretty bad. Uh, yeah, that wasn't the best idea. Um, quick question. My vision glasses, which are an artifact. They are. Are they, are they for looking at things far away? They they have multiple settings, including night vision. Okay. <laughs> so you can use them as binoculars. You can use them as a magnifying glass or as night vision goggles. They're can, quite. Can I turn on night vision mode and have a look in the mouth because I believe that uh, Ilian might be onto something. All right. Uh, you can make your uh, magician's roll. For artifact use, I think the dice roller I'm using is broken. I rolled another ten. <laughs> I, I mean, no, no, no. It's it's kicking out loads of options. I've just been lucky. Cool. <laughs> well, you lucky in a game, Joe. I know these things. Used them. It's like whatever. If, if it's going wrong, blame Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> <laughs> it's theirs that I'm using. <laughs> you. Yeah, boot it up, and you take the gander inside. Uh, make a perception check with a plus two bonus, or make it up with a plus four bonus. Plus four. Yes. Uh, fourteen then in total with my perception. All right. Uh, you can tell that there is a rune inscribed on the top of the mouth. Uh, excellent. Um. Do I recognize the rune? Uh, make an erudition roll. Uh, 19. Yes. So, um, you know that this is a, um, it's, it's an obscure rune. It's a, it's an older version of, like, parent, uh, like, as in re a reference to mother or father. Okay. I'm going to be leaning over, looking inside with you with my hand on your back. Um, yep. Is there anything in there? There is one just at the top of the mouth. I believe it's a, um, an old rune for a parent, for, for a mother or a father. Something similar, perhaps. Um, Arvin, do you do you know what any of the other identifying runes are? Individual ones. Has anyone identified them yet? Uh, well, one of them is quite common. 
it's um, it's kind of a, a slang in a sense. Uh, it means path. It was on the second one, on the second body, and it was on the feet. In a sense. What did that one mean, sorry? Path. Path. Way. It's a it's it's a reference more specifically to like discipleship or the way someone lives their life. Mm. It's a it's something that gets thrown around in our religion. Okay. Who who was that? Who was the person that 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 was the blacksmith. Do we know any of the other four? No. Well, so Rowan is the man you saw first. Number five. Oh, and uh, yeah, Rowan's number six. number six, isn't it? Yeah, which is Aaron on the mouth. Mouth. Edgar was the blacksmith, the second one found. Yeah. Denon was the first one found. He's a shepherd. Um, do we know the the rune that he had? Uh, I mean, I can draw it for you, but I don't know what it means. That would be helpful. He he draws it out. It looks kind of like this. Okay. Do uh, do I recognize that at all? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, it it was it was on the paper of runes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celine was the fourth one found. She's a housewife. And Liara was the fifth. Uh, she, um, I mean, she does most of the loom work. She's does textiles. And she's really quite good at clothing. Was... Who was the, the third one? Oh, um, the third one was Denon the Shepherd. Denon. Yeah. Yes, Denon the Shepherd. Could I, um, oh. could I see pictures of the runes for the other? Uh, sure. Uh, he quickly drafts them up. So, Denon and Celine have these two. And that is three and four, isn't it? Yes. Uh, can I just see Celine's again, sorry? Yes, of course. Cool. So the first one is the is Brother Tierman's assistant. Which one? The, the very first one. We were told his yes. assistant was killed. What did he have? Um, I believe that was the first one you showed me that looked a little bit like this. Yes. Ah. Sorry. And there we go. Number five. Where, where, where were they all? There might be a pattern to, to where they're doing it. Uh, 
all of them were found on the road uh, within a mile of one another, but I mean, that's only so far around here. They, it's as if they were dropped there. Um, most of them are found either just off the road or even on the road. So there's no blood in the area? No. And no attempt to hide the bodies or obscure where they've been left or anything else? No. Anyone notice any marks of them being dragged and placed there? Or does it look like that's where they were killed? Um, it looks like they would, most of them were dragged there. Okay. The ground is quite clean. Um, it, they don't appear to have been dropped. Like, there's definite drag marks. Where on the bodies were the things carved into? Um, it depends. Uh, so you had mouth, feet. So yeah, where was, yeah, where was the parent one? room was on the mouth. The, the path was on the feet. It was the path. It was path or innocence, wasn't it for the that rune? It, it was path. Path. Um. Yeah, so where, where were the other, the other runes found, Arvin? Uh, well, obviously you found Rowan's in his mouth. Um, Celine's was on her back. Um, Liara's was carved in the side of her arm. Uh, the assistant? No, that was, that was Edgar. There was on his foot. The, the blacksmith was on his foot. Yes, he, yeah, he assisted we're at, at the church at the spare time. Ah. Okay, hang on, hang on. I think I've uh, got myself confused. So, number the first, the first kill was that the that was this. Um, Herman's assistant, which is also the blacksmith? Yes, he's also the blacksmith. Right, okay. Um, and so who was the second body found? Is that Rowan? Rowan, Rowan was the sixth body. The last, the last one. Denon was the second body. Okay. The shepherd. And the... Okay, have we seen the symbol for the second? Yes. Triangle thing. Okay, so that was number two. I've got myself massively confused. <laughs> which one's which? <laughs> how on? How would you get inside someone's mouth to to do that to them? A number of medical tools could be used. Um, although I doubt it was done while the body was. Life. So, someone like you, Finn, with your sort of training, could do that. Um, I, <clears throat> yeah, I, I believe I could. Um, guess anyone that particularly good with a with a fine blade could could manage it. Um. Because if this was done at night, I mean, it was dark enough, 
in his mouth anyway. So they they don't appear to from what we've been told, they don't appear to have been killed at the uh, at the scene they were found. It, it may be so somewhere someone, But it was only a short it. it was only a short time, so they must be close. So they're doing it at home? Possibly. Somewhere in or the maybe town. they can they've got you know, like they, that thing you're wearing. Maybe someone's got something like that. Would help them sneak up on people in the dark as well, wouldn't it? It's very true. Um, as, a, as a quick setting question, um, what what is there in the way of um, whether it's it folklore or just flat out knowledge of anything? Um, within the kind of horror genre, I guess. Like, are, they, are we going? Oh, it could be one of those creatures they see in the dark, or are they all uh, just myth and folklore? So, fiendas, which is the general term for like monsters, literally means the enemy. Okay, uh, is they're they're a real thing. You don't necessarily see them all the time, but they are a constant threat. But most of them are fairly bestial. I mean, there are some that are kind of like trees or plants or fungi. There are some like animals. There there are rumors of some that are like people, but they aren't like doppelgangers. They wouldn't like hide among people. Uh, they'd, they'd just be bipeds that... Yeah. Okay. I it's... assume there's there ever been tales of them being organized like in in this kind of having some kind of weird do they have rituals or are they just this chaotic force uh make a science roll science roll uh magians roll uh science if you don't have science specifically it would be a reason roll just with your straight okay i'll do a reason roll then i got an eight all right um you don't know of any. Obviously, there's oh, some. No, level sorry, of... I do have science. It's in discipline. So, <laughs> um, cool. Eleven then. All right. If uh, it's got a plus one bonus in brackets. Is that added on already? That is added on in addition. On top so, of the. Yes. I've got eight plus one plus the three I've rolled, so twelve. All right. Uh, obviously, there. A lot of people in the scientific community have theorized about some level of organization because. The attacks and the movements of Fiondas seem organized slightly more than just animalistic, but there's not like, there's no real major proof. It's not like they have generals or a hierarchy. It's just they seem to connect or communicate in some way. Cool. Right. Well, This is... This is... It's, it's troubling. If this is, if this is the work of men, then... Um, I would hope it would be... They would have to be nearby. Have to be located in the, uh, in the town or possibly a small hut or something near 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 the places they were found because um, as Muir said they they weren't 
they weren't dead long before they were left. If if not, this could be um could be could be the work of the fear and us. Potentially. But there's there's ideas of them working together, of conducting at least communicating, but I, I've, I've never heard of them doing doing this. I don't know if I've ever heard of anyone doing anything like this. Is there any sort of such thing as like a cults or such like that exist that we might know about? Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily know any by name, but you know that there are some that uh, there are some people that don't that either worship the Fiondas or seek out uh, mysteries or means to means to access those mysteries through means that are contrary or uh, different than the standard Demorten practices or the practice of the Church of the One God or Magians. The general term for these kind of people is occultists. What if what if there's some kind of occultist around? What if there's someone doing something horrible? That was some kind of you said there's power in runes, right? Yes, that is right. Oh, all right. Uh, I've lost Brian. <laughs> Do you want me to say that again? Yep. Yes, please. <laughs> Why else would the church send that black-robed guy? Yes, they are obviously worried about something. There must have been something in the brothers' reports that they've seen that makes them want to send him. You don't send scary people like that to, you know, just any old thing. Hmm. Maybe... If they were sent information about the runes, maybe they recognise them. Maybe they know more than they're letting on. Mm. We've got to talk to him, see what he, what he knows, why he's been sent. Yes, uh, I would be hesitant to confront him. Or, well, uh, not confront him, just share. Yes, we can ask nicely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> is is there uh is there anything else that you've noticed, Arvin, that you could tell us? They I mean the as far as I can tell, the kills themselves weren't very pretty. I mean, obviously the bodies aren't that way anymore, but it was uh, it was very odd. Um, most of them were attacked from behind, uh, usually a blade in the back. Um, they, I, I don't know. They they all seemed precise and yet sloppy. As if that, as if the killer knew what they were doing, but hadn't practiced it, or perhaps um, overly excited or eager. Yeah. 
I hate to think about that, but I suppose it's a possibility. Well... Thank you for your time, if there's nothing else that we can... Uh... You, you said that someone scary showed up in town? What are you, what are you talking about? Um, yes, one of the... Uh, when we were talking to Brother Terman, one of the... Uh, says, yeah... End up. Uh, Arvin's eyes visibly widen. Uh-huh. Uh, says, yeah... In town? He didn't seem happy that we were helping. Well, I don't think they're happy that anyone helps. But... <sighs> this is why I was hesitant to uh, to ask. Oh, he knew um, uh, Usually a Sejir wouldn't be called in unless things were quite dire. I mean, I would... From my experience in town, things are quite dire, but I wouldn't think that they warrant that much, quote, extreme prejudice. Uh, I'll keep an eye out, but you can always stop in the shop. Did you need anything else? Uh, I need you something for the road. If there's anything you could offer to assist us, that would be uh, greatly appreciated. Sure. He, he, he beckons you back into the shop kind of pokes around, he pulls out uh, a few bottles and appear, what appeared to be like a couple tea bags or such. Uh, these are good for helping you wake up in the morning, and since I know you're going to be probably having some late nights, uh, and uh, for the teas, he says, these are, um, these will help you sleep at night. I've been having to take one almost every night with everything that's been going on. Uh, did you need anything else? Um, that, that's great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, on it, believe- we can. And I'm going to sort of grab him by the hand. <laughs> I believe. I believe that is everything. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'll be back. No problem. Should we need anything more? So where, where will we find this man? Uh, you have no idea where Ivern has gone. Mm-hmm. You you figured he was probably meeting up with Brother Terman at the chapel. It's only been, uh, give or take, an hour since he met with him. Uh, if not, then he's probably either has a, uh, a temporary residence in the chapel uh, or uh, in the inn. Mm-hmm. As his appearance startled everyone in the chapel, I would, and no one else has entered, it was deserted when we left, I would think he may have been seen approaching the chapel. I don't think he would have been staying there. Although that, that may just be assumption. Definitely assumption, but it might be right. Shall we ask, um, shall we ask well, we Brother Terman? Could ask Herman. We said, we said we'd, um, we were going to ask about visitors and people coming through, weren't we? So we could go to the tavern first. 
We need somewhere. Yes, yes. Let's go to the tavern. Like. Okay. Sounds like a a good idea. All right. And uh, if we have any information, we can uh, we can offer him. He may be more willing to help. Okay. Uh, it's getting close to noon at this point. Um, there's there's a few more people on the street at this point, but most of them are still in their general hurry. Uh, as you enter the tavern, the tavern is very boring. It's probably the most inviting place that you've been in since you've arrived. It's there are a few people that are uh, that are here despite the early hour, and uh, it's it's slow, but it's definitely busier than you would expect around before lunchtime at least. There are a handful of people that have multiple drinks lined up even at this early hour. And the barkeep is uh, notably quite busy. Um, I'm going to say, uh, lean over and say quietly to uh, Ildian, uh, we people may be grieving. Maybe best to ask the, the bartender if there are any here that aren't locals, or if he has seen the uh this is yeah all right go up to the bar lean against it try and sort of catch his eye hi there you must be new in town yes yeah we're um we, we, we've been sent to help out with uh with what's been going on help out all right uh, what do you need? I'm guessing a place to rest. That'd be a good start. All right. Do you have any it's... big beds? <laughs> he looks up at you and chuckles to himself. Uh, well, we can always put a couple together if we really need to. That would uh, be appreciated. Sure thing. Uh, two rooms then, one for the lady and one for the two of you gesturing to the quite diminutive Finn and the quite gigantic <laughs> Muir. <laughs> yes, please. Great. Uh, that'll be four Ember Dowels a night for each room. I'll give you a discount since it's, a pair, since it's three and you're trying to help. Uh, we'll say seven Ember Dowels a day. Does, does that yeah, seem sure, fair? Sure. Is that... <laughs> That's... There, there obviously... That would be three thousand pounds an evening. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd be like it'd be like two pounds a night. Okay, it's that'd... it's a pretty reasonable rate. Mm. Yeah, that seems so. Good. Like the average the average day's wages for for per, for un, for moderately skilled or unskilled labor is about four amber dollars. Okay. Okay. So Ilian, like you would be paid easily seven amber dollars at to where act as guide. In a day, yeah, cool. It's it's a fairly reasonable rate. Obviously, there's the notable premium of being the only place in town, but like <laughs> it's not catered to giants. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not the it's not like an ungodly or yeah. cool. uh, some dumb price. Yeah, that 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 sounds that sounds great. Um, and I'm sure the charge just pay for us. 
They'll pay us back. It's fine. We're helping out. Um, has there been anyone else new in town recently? Anyone else come through? Um, we've had a couple of merchants in the last week. Uh, Terrell Ogart, is, uh, he's a regular. He's in town again right now. He's been in town for the past uh, four days or so. Anyone who's been here a bit longer? Uh, I think if there had been, then I would have already told you. But, uh, no, Terrell's the, the longest standing visitor we've had, but he comes in about every uh, three or four weeks. This is in his regular trade route, so he always stops in. He's good friends with, uh, what's, uh, with Annabelle. Annabelle. There was no one here round about when all this started then? No. There was no one? No. I I would have reported them directly to, to Brother Chairman in the church of their admin. Mm. I mean, I don't want a criminal hold up in my establishment. It's bad for business. <laughs> Give we... a quick look. You aren't criminals, are you? Of course no, not. No, 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 of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking, only joking. Except for those criminally good looks. He shoots you a, a, a playful wink. Not really flirting, just being a good guy. Why, thank you. Then, <laughs> um, Anyway, back to business. Um... We'll go put our things in the room. Go ahead. Uh, he he rifles underneath the counter for um, for a quick minute. He pulls up two keys. This one for the lady, and this for the the gentleman here. Uh, if you go up the stairs, it'll be on the end of the hallway. The two doors are at the left, just the second and third from the last. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, well, yes, yeah, go. Yeah, no, I will. I think we could go stacks and um, have a little chat away from everyone. Yeah, might be good rather than upsetting in the townsfolk. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite disturbing. Have either of you seen anything like this before? Oh no, no, nothing like this. This is. I've I've seen seen runes. I've not seen them carved into anybody. Mm. So I've seen corpses, but nothing. I've seen anyone drained of blood? Um. Can you use blood for stuff? Why would uh, you want then, lots of blood? Then you would have seen at least a couple of cadavers, uh, in your training. That had been drained before. Yeah, I assume that they had been trained for the drained for the training, as opposed to have been found drained. Yes. Okay. This this could. How would you often... drain them? What would you do? It's not like we've got taps built in or anything. I guess I guess that's what the, uh, the punctures, the carvings. Brother Terman said that it was like a knife or potentially a needle that, that could have been used to draw out the blood we've, we've had we've 
you know, in, in training, we've we've used cadavers that have had less uh, that have the blood drained because they're they're easier to work with to practice with. Um, yeah, if you were trying to carve into someone, and they were full of blood, surely the blood would go everywhere. It would be slippy. It'd be hard to see what you were doing. Yes. Maybe they are they draining them so it's easier to do that. Potentially, that would that would that would make sense. Um, definitely, be the logical thing to do. But so they're, they're what really are they doing with the blood? Where's the blood going? Feed it to your pigs. You think it's a farmer? Well, they'd eat anything, wouldn't they? Mix it up with whatever it is they're having anyway or just tip it in there then this is goes. this is true they they are very fond of pretty much anything you could just pour it down the privy i suppose i would have thought someone would have noticed especially with the the, the quantity there's a lot of blood in a in a body mm. uh, how many ta- how many houses are there in town uh there's probably at least Three dozen what are definite homes. There are some homes slash shops as well. It's it's a it's a sizable small town. We could um, just go door to door and just search everyone's house and just look for bloodstains. That might be a little bit uh, <laughs> intrusive, um, especially in a time. So of- people are getting killed. <laughs> don't think that it would be the right way to approach this. Uh, other, there's, I assume there's outlying farms. Before we start well, harassing it. <laughs> um, yeah, are there, are there outlying farms and stuff? I assume because they wouldn't be in oh, the yeah, town. Definitely. Are there any... Ab- I suppose we don't really know, do we? Um, we should perhaps find out if there are any abandoned farms. That would be an ideal place for something like this to happen. Out of the way... No one would be able to hear. This is sounds sensible. Uh, because you know, in space, no one can hear you scream. Yes. <laughs> um, the space or vast expanses of countryside. Um, <laughs> we need to we need to find out where we can look. If there's anywhere suitable. Um, and if there is a, uh, is there, is there law enforcement here uh, is handled by the church? As far as you can tell, there's probably like, like a small town guard, more like a militia style, or you don't know for sure, but that's the norm for yeah. the area. Not just got like a. This is their personal inquisitor that keeps all the trouble at bay. <laughs> um, <laughs> one uh, per town. Most, most places in Guirge have a small division of blades, which are the 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 soldier division of the church. They wear red, the trimmed robes. Um, but like even then, for a town this size, it would probably be uh, two or three kind of thing with some help from within the town. 
Okay. Perhaps we should uh, we should talk to the blades, find out if there's anything they uh, have uh, found. I assume they have been involved, even if it's in just moving the bodies. And we should ask the barman if he knows of any abandoned buildings or farms. Yes, definitely. Okay. Cool, cool let's do that. And I'll just walk out. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we'll uh, pop back downstairs and talk to the barman, find out if there's anything, uh, any abandoned things and where we could find the local Blades contingent. Well, I uh, I can't think of any abandoned farms. I mean, most every farm's been mailed over by, uh, by the family for years. Uh, no, it... No, I really can't think of one. But the 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 blade garrison, I mean, if you can call it that, it's a it's a small uh, it's a small building on the back side of the church. Yeah, uh, if you want to check it out, uh, uh, Jeffrey uh, Jeff is the uh, is the captain. I mean, more of a sergeant really, but he's a good man. He works hard. Jeff, off the plane. Let's go see him. Yeah. All right. Uh, you, uh, as you're walking through town, you see uh, Yverne, the the Sigir, uh walk out of the chap- walk out of the chapel in a huff. Uh, and then uh, you could go ahead and walk around. Find the garrison. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, other um, than that, the street's mostly empty. Yeah, I don't, I don't fancy going and talking to an angry inquisitor. <laughs> so, um, let's, uh, yeah, let's let's go find a way around. To Try the, to attract uh, his attention. <laughs> he looks over, and he, not hastily but quickly, strides over to you. You can see his robes flap a little bit with how quickly he's moving. What is it you want? We just wanted to... You're breaking up a bit there, Brian. Speechless, I see. I just wanted to see if we could share information. Hmm. I'm not sure if I have much information to share. But I suppose if it would assist either of our investigations. Um, could, are you able to identify the uh, the runes that were on the bodies? Uh, most of them, yes. That's uh, why I'm here, after all. We've been making a list. We know some, but uh, finding out the rest would be uh, beneficial. It might lead to. Um, Understanding why they're why they're doing this. Well, the the symbols come from multiple sources. Obviously, there's some uh, there's some heathen symbols. There's some religious symbols. There's some mathematical symbols, and there's some quite quote occult symbols. Uh, it's a little bit of a hodgepodge of all of them, but that's 
pretty normal for the occult practices. Hmm. Why do you ask? Uh, well, each each of the six bodies has a uh, has its own individual mark. According to the notes, one didn't have a mark. We've um, we we went to have a look at the bodies, and I I found a a mark on the most recent victim. I found it. Told me where to look. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, what what was the mark? Um, it was the uh, the mark for a mother or father or parent. It was All found right. in, on the uh, the roof of the mouth. Interesting. The roof of the mouth. Yes. And did you... Did you see what the marks were made of? Made of? Uh, as in, were they just carvings, or were they burns, or brands? Or were they... All, all I know is that those marks. Brother Turner uh, has exceptionally in, uh, I think that's right. But they all they all appear to have been um, carved into the bodies. Hmm. It would Thanks. be a very fine knife or something to be able to reach such an area with such precision. All right. I suppose with you being so helpful, you I can. Uh, Give you a tad bit of information if you need it. Uh, if we were, we were hoping find out. I don't know if there, there's potentially a, a particular pattern to these. So, finding out what the individual marks were in in order. See if that's going to lead to anything. Well. Uh... Given that you have already been able to interpret the last one... Uh, we have the first as well. Yes, path. Yes, on the, on the feet. So... It's... So the first one is path, or way. The second one, on Denon, is uh, more of destination. It's, it's a mountain, but, like, that's kind of what it means. Okay. The third one on whatever. Her when name was destination was. carved? Where was the mountain carved? Uh, it's on the. No. Okay. I just have a record of what they were. Okay. Thank you. Um, the third one involves uh, trouble. I mean, that's kind of what it means. Okay. The, the fourth one, uh, the one with all the straight lines, uh, I actually don't know that one. It's odd. And then the fifth one, it's a, it's a general occult symbol for heart or the collection of all things. 
this is the the one that uh, is almost the the L shape with the extra bit. No, that that's trouble. Oh, that's trouble, is it? All right. Okay, cool. Um, this is the fifth one. Ah, okay. okay. Um, right, I've I've got myself completely turned around with writing these down. Um, <laughs> so while we while we get Brian sorted, um, okay, great. We we got the names of all the different people, didn't we? Uh, yes. Can I take the names in order? So first is Edgar. Cool. Edgar, okay. And that's this one. Yep. Yep. The uh, second one is Denon, which is the triangle-y one. Yes. Yep, the third one. one is Celine, which is the L plus thingy. Yep. The fourth one is Liara with all the lines. That's number four. Uh, Liara, the fifth, wasn't it? Yep. The fifth one is Evan. And the sixth one is uh, is Rowan. Yep. And that's this one. Oh, okay. Uh, that's yep. Okay. That brought you here. Oh. You send someone like you out. Well, it is my profession to investigate and put to justice those that cause problems or heretical practices within the church. So we're dealing with heresy here then. There's someone's doing some kind of occultist something. I can neither confirm nor deny that. However, that is what it appears. So that's what it looks like. Okay. Did you need anything else? Um. Have you got any any idea? Do you th do you think these are being done by by men? Or I do you mean... think do you think it's the work of the? Uh, Beyond us. <laughs> well, if it wasn't done by men, I wouldn't be here. Okay. I'm here to root out corruption within my faith. I'm not here to dilly-dally around something the Blades should be doing. Fighting beyond us is generally their job. I fight darkness. I don't know if that's worse. Is that worse? It's Do definitely more seen? difficult. It's worse. It's... Ryan's connection going again. <laughs> I, wasn't I was sighing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Deep in uh, manic contemplation. I see. Well, if it's... Uh... If it's no more trouble for you, I think I'm going to get going and compare all my notes. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know if we, we find anything or come across anything. Thank you. I appreciate your cooperation. Thank you for your help as well. Uh, if you need me, I'll be staying with... He looks at a small scrap of paper. I'll be staying with Everett and 
Delera. Yes. Apparently, they are willing to show their faith and have me and feed and shelter me while I'm here. People really go out of their ways to, to help out a Sajir. They want to look all wonderful. But I can't complain about a home-cooked meal. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I trust I'll probably be seeing you soon. Hopefully. Have a great day, and uh, I trust, I pray that we can get this resolved quickly. Yes, that'll be the best for, for everyone. Thank you. He turns and quickly strides off down the road. Seems all right. Not that scary. I was, uh, I was expecting that to, to not go so well. Oops. What was that, Brian? It, it's it's very common for people with elation to uh, talk so quickly <laughs> that people can't understand them. <laughs> <laughs> You need to hold up notes. Whoa. At this point. Is there is there anyone in town that to the blade? Yes, yes. Let's go talk to the blades. All right. You. Yeah, you walk quickly around the temple. There's a, a, a small building that looks about the size of a, of a small home with a courtyard in front of it and a small stable. You can hear the, the ring of steel and some well-hearted checks inside. Sounds like As maybe... I hope they're training. As you as you come around and you can see into the courtyard, there are two men that appear to be uh, having some sort of a sword fight, and another man standing on the side. He walks uh, around the circle, appears to be keeping score and taking notes. Uh, he looks up. Hello. I I don't believe we've met. Hello. Uh, I'm I. Mildian, and uh, oh, and we're here to help. We're trying to find out what's going on in town. Well, I suppose there could be worse means and to meet on. I'm Azan. I am the the sergeant here. The two men stop their duel. They do a quick bow. I am Erdan. And I am Teneseth. We are pleased to meet you. Hello. I'm sorry that you are... Yes? Uh, I am Mjor. Thank you, Mjor. 
Have you thought about being a blade? We could use someone of your size. I try to avoid violence as much as possible. That is an admirable trait. I wish I could do it myself. Where are you from? You're not from around here. Doug. Oh. That's that's in Talcare, right? Yes. How how did you hear about us? I mean, it is a three days journey from Derg to here. And you crossed a country border to do so. We were uh, we were sent to help Brother Terman. Oh. Alright. Brother Terman's a good man. He uh, he always does his best to try and find help when he needs it. It's a shame that Edgar is dead. It's made Brother Terman's life a lot more difficult just in the church-going habits, which have definitely increased of late, but it's been problematic simply in everything that's been going on. Brother Terman's kind of the go-to for everyone in town, and he's been... Everyone's been more than happy to confess lately with how, how worried they've been. He's been book solid almost every day. <clears throat> Have you... Have you had much... Uh... Who who found who found the bodies? Who, who was there? Who uh, helped? Who was that? It's mostly Indeed. been brethren from the town. They've been going out to the fields and find them along the side of the road. Obviously, they're more than willing to take a few moments from their harvest in order to report it and help bring it in. Had people been lacking faith recently? I mean, I wouldn't say so. We've had a, we have a, a good parish here. Hmm. Most people are quite faithful. I mean, obviously there's some that aren't of the faith. There's some that have trouble day to day. But I wouldn't say that it's been a problem. But we've had we've had a baptism even in the last month because of it. I think. Hmm. So, what have you been doing to try to stop this? Have you been patrolling? Uh, we've been going out each night. We've been spending most of our time around where the bodies were found. We haven't seen anything. At least nothing out of the ordinary. Do you, uh, do you happen to know of any um, abandoned houses, abandoned farms, anything maybe slightly outside of town? Uh... No, I can't think of any. I mean, I've been haven't been stationed here that long, only for the past year or so. But it's it's a quiet town. We don't have the the spooky ghost stories or anything like that to ward people off. Most people are quite close. I mean, there are a few people that live out of t outside of town because they prefer it, but most of them still make it to mass each week. Is there any? 
there anyone that hasn't been attending mass recently? Is there anyone that hasn't hasn't been seen in the last couple of weeks? Uh, I mean, Brother Terman would be better at remembering that, but not as far as I know. I mean, the numbers have almost doubled. I mean, maybe not quite that much. But we probably had an extra 30 people each week. Everyone's got to get right in case they get offed. <laughs> yeah. I hate to say it, but it's the way. So, yeah. Uh, what, what do we do? Um... You are our guide. Why are you asking me? I got you here, didn't I? Hmm. I think I think there is something to be gained from the runes. Um, I have still. I'm still concerned at how this is happening. What, the, what would a clear to a kit? Words. And. I'm still concerned that this is happening so close by, and yet no one, no one has seen anything. There's nowhere. There's no one else missing. Where the should... this must be staying up late at night. Mustn't they? Must be we should... hard work and acting suspiciously, sleeping through perhaps the apothecary for extra things to to wake them up. That might be a a way to go. Very true. Although I think a lot of people are struggling, struggling to sleep or to stay awake um, mm. with the trouble in town. But perhaps, perhaps if we coordinated with the blades here and maybe help them patrol this evening as yeah, well. Yeah, we, we have to join it. We, we must do that. If How long ago was that murder? And the last murder was two days ago. They've been happening every two to three days, from what I recall. Yes. The one's due. I was hoping to not uh, not say it, but yes. Um, tonight would <clears throat> tonight would appear to be a good night to go out on the uh, on the hunt, as it were. Perhaps we should tell um, Ivern as well. Ooh, ooh. Who's Ivor? Is he with you? Uh, he is a uh, a sejir uh, in town. The the three blades all look to each other like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> There's a sejir in town. Yes, and he's not staying at the garrison. Thank goodness. He is staying with uh, Everett and Delera. They're good people. Yes, he has said as much. Delara's a good cook too, so he's in for a treat. <laughs> the uh, town is obsessed with cooking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cool, let's... Whereabouts would you be patrolling this evening? Do you stay together? Uh, we do split up a tad bit, but we try to stay within earshot, obviously, if we got sneaked up on wouldn't be the best thing. It'd also be bad for our reputation, but uh, 
we we put, most of the bodies have been found on the western part of town on the road, and so we've Who's been. Who stole all? Uh, all but the first one. Where was the first found? Uh, the first was found. Uh, it was found uh just outside of town. I mean. Did anybody investigate the drag marks? I mean, you could tell you could tell that they've been dragged, but it wasn't as if you could follow the drag marks a mile back from wherever they were. Mm. Then perhaps we should prepare for this evening. Where uh, if you can give us an indication as to where you'll be patrolling, you say to the west. Yes. Uh, there's a couple of cairns along the side of the road. We can meet up there. Sounds like a good idea. We should meet you there at uh, dusk. Sounds fine. I'll, I'll turn to the other two and say maybe we should go inform uh, Ivan of our decision. That sounds like You're a good the... idea. I'll set, say to I. Have I broken up again? Yeah. Yes. Do, do you want to uh, just reconnect with just audio, yeah. Brian? Um. Because you're not. You haven't got a video right now, anyway. It. Have I not? Oh yeah. wow. You're you're. It's, it's, it's a really cute face. Or <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Um. Cool. Um, yeah. I'll just say to the uh, to the guy we're talking to then. Say. You're the you're the sergeant here. Yes, that's me. Uh, where's the where's the captain? Uh, we aren't big enough for a captain. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, I I do report to a, a a regional director, but mostly just everything's fine. I hope you have a great day. How are you? I assume you, you kind of thing. <laughs> else. Since this has been going on, are they bringing people in? Uh, yes, my reports have been a bit more uh, interesting of late. That's for sure. Mm, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing that's why they sent a chasseur, rather than just having a few other blades show up. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll meet you at dusk then. Sounds great. Bring your sword. Or whatever it is you use. Sword. Sword. Uh, are we to visit um, the Chazier again? We can leave a message with where he's staying, I suppose. So should we ask where Everett and Delara uh, live? Yeah, oh. but where can we find them? Uh, Everett and Delara, they live... Uh, if you go... Two streets down from the tavern, and you take a right. They'll be in this little cul-de-sac on the end. Thank you. Thank you. I'm quite amused that the tiny dozen house village town has a cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really, but it's virtually a cul-de-sac. The alleys that come up along the sides are small enough that you can hardly move a horse through. Ah. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> cool. There's over three um, dozen holes. It's huge, right? <laughs> very big. Excellent. Thanks very much. Of course. We'll see you tonight. There's a bit more activity in the town square at this point. It's uh, around lunchtime, so you see a few people coming going in and out of the tavern. Uh, there's a couple other small uh, shops that are... And the, the midday scent of light meats and whatnot is quite nice. Uh, you follow the directions, you easily find uh, a nice small home. It appears to be quite well kept from the outside. They've, uh, they have a small yard and uh, an herb garden. You can smell, uh, you can smell what appears to be Kiernaid cooking from inside. Mm. Kiernaid is kind of like a deer. I'm getting really hungry now. <laughs> Go up and uh, knock on the door. Uh, after a few moments, a, uh, a a taller woman answers the door. Hello. I, I don't believe we've met. Uh, Delara, is it? Yes. Who's asking? Uh, I, I'm Ildian. I'm, I'm looking for um, Irvan. Ivan. Irvan. Ivan, sorry. Ivan. Oh, uh, yes. Um... Yes, our guest. Uh, he's out at the moment, uh, but uh, may I may I tell him you stopped by? Yes, uh, if you could tell him that we are meeting at the the Cairns at dusk with the Blaze patrols. If he would, if he wished to join us. All right, sure, I can let him know. Thank uh, you very much. Are you? Are you helping with the investigation? Yes. I, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to be a little standoffish. It's just you're new in town and we're all a little worried. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, terrible things are happening. But, but we're here to help. Did you need something to eat? Oh, we are quite hungry. Come, come, come in, come in. Oh, thank you. We have heard very good things about your food. <laughs> oh really? From who? From everybody, especially the blades. Mm. Well, I do cook for them at least once a week. <laughs> Three men stuck in a house. Not exactly the best idea. <laughs> um, as you as you step inside, she has a very well put together living room. It's it's obviously designed to accommodate having guests over. She seems to enjoy uh, having people in her home. Everett's out for the moment. He's taking care of a few things, but uh, he's uh, he'll probably be back soon. Uh, the care needs almost finished, and I do have some potatoes in as well. Fantastic. Thank you. You can have a seat if you'd like. I'll take a seat. Yeah. I will look to see if there's one. Oh, he's most welcome. Use. Uh, after uh, she goes back into the kitchen, she's finishing up preparation of 
everything else. Uh, after a few moments, uh, a man walks in. He's quite rugged. He has a thick beard and broad shoulders. Hello. Uh, Delara, who are our guests? Oh, they're helping with the investigation. With the seizure? Yes. I'm so grateful that you offered your home. Hello. Welcome to my home. My, my name is Everett. Um, I suppose you're partaking in lunch then. Uh, yes, your wife kindly offered us something to eat and uh, we, we haven't eaten all day. Uh, so, so thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, he takes a seat in a large chair. Uh, you can see that there's uh, there's quite a bit of him that looks very mountain man-esque. He appears to go hunting quite a lot. So, uh, you're here for the investigation. Um, what, uh, can I hear about your qualifications? You're in from out of town, obviously. Yes, yes, we've come from Doug. Where? Uh, from from Dagget, it's a it's a, a little way away from here. Notably, never even heard of the place. We uh, this um. We are here to Il assist Bava Teman. Uh, Ildian here is a is a guide. Uh, I'm I myself have. Uh, Training in uh, in Magians, and I uh, hoping to be a uh, healer. And I am a Yontan. How do you pronounce that? Yontan. Inotan. Inotan. I am an Inotan. I follow the Inotan way. Everett leans forward. Well, um, the Vargol can stay, but. I'll have to ask the two of you to leave my home. You can have some meat to go, but uh, I am not going to have a magiantist and an innocent in my house when there's a Sigir living with me. So We're working with him. <laughs> well, have you told him what you do for a living? I suppose we haven't. I wouldn't advise mentioning it. Noted. Magians oh. is illegal in Queerth. Ah, well, I think we'd all best be going. You don't want to get you into it. <laughs> I appreciate that. He gives you a, a flat book. But if you wish to partake in, in lunch, please do so. I don't want to seem inhospitable, but I'm duly concerned with having a member of uh, the clergy, air quotes, in my home. Of course, we wouldn't want to cause you any inconvenience. Thank you very much for the food you have offered. Thank you for your company. I wish we could uh, discuss further at this point. 
but I'd be happy to meet with you in the pub sometime. Yes, we're we're staying at the uh, at the tavern. If you wanted to come and, and talk to us there, that would be uh, that would be wonderful. Thank you. No problem. I think I'll enjoy my lunch and time with my wife, but I may see you later. Thank you. Well, uh, 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 Tamar and Everett quickly prepare you uh, some uh, a plate, and Everett ushers you out the door. As you depart, you hear not not shouting, but an elevated conversation coming from inside. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? It's <laughs> <laughs> causing chaos wherever we go. Excellent. Good. Finn, if your way of life is illegal here, we need to all be in agreement on, on, on our backstories. I, uh... I will. I will tell people I am a. I'm a scholar. I'm sure that's not illegal here. Okay. Did I know um, this was illegal here? Uh, it's like you would have kind of known, but like obviously there's varying levels of enforcement. Yes, it's, fr- it's actually more frowned upon than. Yes. Like, get him, burn him. Um. Okay. Ar- Arvin didn't seem super phased by you just like whipping out your goggles and stuff but he he is more of the scholarly type okay so. I, um, I have spent time as a blacksmith I didn't enjoy it but we can say to people that's what I do you might end up doing all their smithing for them <laughs> they, are, they are down the blacksmith they are yeah I could I could um, you could be my bodyguard. People will. Uh, yes. That. <laughs> or, well, as a, as a guide, you would you should be able to look after yourself. I think it might be. No, 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 I will be. I will be your bodyguard. If I'm a simple scholar, that uh, Muir is here to protect me. Yeah. Well, we have turned up where there's been lots of people killed. So bringing someone. This is true. Of your incredible size would uh, wouldn't be a miss, would it? No. No, I agree. All right. So we have well, uh, Ildian the Vargal and uh, Finn the Scholar and Muir <laughs> the Bodyguard. If you've enjoyed what you have seen or heard, please make sure to click the link below and check out the Shadows of Esther and Derg Kickstarter. Not only do they have the campaign available, but they also have all of the core books, etc., etc., available for you to uh, to have a look. If you're watching this after the 17th of November, um, we'll leave a link as well for their website. You can pick up some of their things from there as well. Thank you.